morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am so excited. Welcome back to season six. You can hear my voice. I'm about to plus from it. excitement. I can't believe it's season six, EK. Welcome back to you. He, he's saying hello, hello. He's nodding. He doesn't. He's not mic'd up. We need to get your microphone to chat with me. I, what a what a crazy summer we had, hey? Everyone was really busy. I think our last show was from the culinary school in Brooklyn and a whole bunch has happened in between. I've been to six countries. How insane was that? I just want to give a personal fa- a personal shout out to Miriam Schreiber of Miriam Schreiber's Legacy Tours. What an amazing tour to Asia that you ran and I was on board to do cooking demonstrations. We went to uh, Thailand, Singapore and Vietnam and Danielle Renov uh, joined Miriam for the second half of the summer where they went to Italy. They were in uh, Sicily and the Amalfi Coast and we both had the most amazing summer. Um, I was in Camp Shoshanim giving cooking classes uh, and Susie in the Susie Fishbein Culinary Institute. Went to St. Louis to do a chop competition unbelievable so really just an amazing summer i want to hear guys how was your summer send me a note send me an email what did you do where did you eat what did you make did you go fruit picking you saw me i went fruit picking i went with Aton banaf but yeah so excited to be back in the hot seat and for those of you who don't know me i'm naomi nachman and i'm about all the food all the time we're down to my intro um i love food i love to shop for it cook it eat at restaurants anything food related i'm a personal chef I'm a cookbook author, perfect for Pesach, which is also available right now, perfect for Tishrei too. <laughs> um, uh, cook, I give cooking classes, I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yontov. I run kosher chop competitions all over the country. As you heard, I was in St. Louis. I'm going to California soon. Um, and I just, you know, love everything, love everything food. Um, but, you know, I want to hear about what you're up to and what you're cooking and what you're making. So make this a conversation. If you make it. You cook it, let me know, and I'll share it. Um, okay, so lots lots of action going on in the show today. I've got on the line Yossi Matapil, all the way from, who is actually all the way from Lakewood, New Jersey, but he went even further. He's a tzaddik and went all the way to Houston, Texas. He heard the calling of the Jewish people, and he joined them, and he's going to talk to us in a minute. I've got Alex Rappaport from Maspir. We're going to talk Timus campaign chopped hunger and all the other food soup uh the soup kitchen that he's got going we're going to talk to him about that and of course last but not least we're going to talk to Shifra Klein about the latest edition of Joy of Kosher another great edition has come out and just a big shout out to um Shannon Sana Shannon Shannon has been on our guest many on our show many times um and she was also on our Shabbos Project Chala edition last year um and she has Come up with her own cookbook right there. You're looking for a present for Rosh Hashanah to give someone. Uh, if you're going out for a meal uh, or a hostess gift, this is the book. Or for your wife or for your kids, this is the book. The Jewish, the modern Jewish baker. And we're going to be having her on the show in just uh, on our next show in the next two, three weeks. So listen out for that. Okay, now I can catch my breath. What what a season we're going to have. Um, Nachum has been uh, with the gang, uh, the Nachum Single Network gang, to Houston to help out with the Jewish community and the community at large. But let's hear right now from Yossi Matapul, the biggest tzaddik. He closed up his shop. We're going to talk to him in New Jersey for a couple of hours every day to take off some pressure. And then he got on a plane and flew to Houston, Texas, to help the community. Welcome, Yossi, to the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's it going? I don't hear a, a Texas accent. Hey, you're all. Good morning, you're all. Oh, that's very <laughs> that's good. That's the best you're going to get from me. <laughs> Yossi, you are amazing. What made you do this? You have a business. I'll be very honest with you. My good friend, Chaim Goldfeder from uh, Texas Kosher Barbecue, who uh, lives in Dallas, calls me up uh, a week ago Tuesday. 
we were discussing of how to cook certain items, and then he tells me what he's doing. I go, you know what? If I can arrange something in my store, do you want an extra set of hands? He goes, absolutely would love it. That was 11 o'clock Tuesday night, 12.30 in the afternoon the following day. I booked my ticket to, to Dallas. I spent Shabbos in Dallas. Went to Shabbos about 4.30 in the morning. We hooked up on a three-car and a 30-foot trailer caravan, and we came down to Houston. We got in around approximately 10.30. By 11 o'clock, the grill was already filled up with chicken starting for dinner that night. And we haven't stopped since. Oh, my gosh. So just, can you describe a little bit of the scene that's going on, say, from and the transition? I'm sure it was much more crazy okay. the last, will, a few days ago till just today. driving in the streets. You know, I, we don't see water from where we are, but you see the devastation. You see in front of the houses, you see mounds and mounds of garbage and sheetrock and clothing. We're talking my, 10 feet high, uh, 30, 40 feet long. Basically, the entire bottom of the houses that people are being just ripping out everything and throwing it. You know, the water is all contaminated and you have mold problems, so they have to rip out all the sheetrock, all the clothing, all the furniture. And you see them piled up in front of the houses for blocks and blocks at a time. You have people over here. We had a, a gentleman who came to us one day. He says he basically lost everything. He's wearing a pair of slippers on his feet. He goes, these are the only shoes that I had. He came over to us and actually he went around hugging just about everyone here. You have no idea this hot meal, what you have done to us. You know, it gave us hope. And that's the basic thing that we are trying to do here. We are trying to give people hope. There are people out here who are willing to help. We came down to help. And this is what we're here for. It's unreal. I actually have tears in my eyes. If you're watching on the Nachum Sigur YouTube channel, you'll see that I'm speechless and I'm like literally welled up with tears. These are all, these are from people, Jewish people, not Jewish people. Like, really, really doesn't matter. You know, just it's helping anybody. everyone. We're you're feeding everyone. We are parked over here by the Baron Academy. I don't ask me where in Houston because we're just. I'm just. I'm not driving. We're following GPSs and we're parked over here with a 30 foot rig. Anyone comes, we don't send anybody away. You need food, we're here for you. Yesterday, somebody came in. No one even knows where. Dropped off 36 huge boxes of socks and underwear and pants and shirts. No one even knows where it came from. This is what's going on. Everybody is emptying out their pockets and things like that to help out. Money, of course, is a, is an issue because you, know, you can buy more things with that. But they got vendors from all over the world coming out. We had Zaka. America's show, not here, to, uh, Baruch Hashem, not for anything on the bad part. They came to lend a hand to help people clean out houses. We got people from California, from Baltimore. We had a deal contingent came in yesterday. Um, I heard somebody's coming in from Chicago. You know, they're constantly rotating in volunteers. Yeshiva University had one group come in. They went back, and I heard that what's called just today, they're sending another group in. Mika Amcha Israel, right? That's, that's about the best that I can say. That is so true. Oh, my God, Yossi, it's unbelievable. Who is minding your store at home? You're unbelievable. Uh, You're store, a one-man show home. at home. You know, the main thing was, what am I supposed to do? So he says, you know what? This is something that I wanted to do. This is something that I'm able to do. My store is taking a big hit, but you know what? I felt like it's more important for me to be over here. I'm, I closed my store lunchtime. I'm only open from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. I have a, a crew there of people. i got a couple extra people in. They're coming in. People are coming in. What's call it. They're, they're leaving messages. I'll tell Yosef that he's doing some great work down there in Houston. Can't wait for him to come back. But I felt this is something that I wanted to do, I'm able to do, and Amit Hashem, hope, hope to Hashem, I will never be able to have this opportunity again for, to, for a disaster like this. It is, it, it is really hard to see. I mean, we, like I said, we speak to people here during dinner time when we're finally finished cooking. We get to sit and sit with the people, and we hear their stories, and we let them talk. So I, I felt that this is something that I'm able to do. And I'm going to do it. If it means taking a hit in the store, it was so well worth it. We are working literally 14, 16 hours straight. And we're not talking about in an air condition. It is 90, 95 degree weather over here, 100% humidity. We're working out of a trailer. We're working out of open tents in front of grills. When you're cooking you know, 2,000 meals, you use every piece of equipment you have. On the trailer, we have a small eight-burner oven that only fits six pans of chicken, and then we have a grill and a 3,000-pound and uh, barbecue pit. 
that were just constantly rotating food in and out and in and out. But dinner time, don't ask me how, but everything is ready and hot, which is amazing. These people, but when we got down here, they haven't had a hot meal in a week. They don't know where to turn because there's no kosher food. Everything was either destroyed or used up. Everything was flooded. They don't have places to cook even. Where are you and getting your yet, meat? We're just bringing them. A, a hot meal, and that's to, to make a difference of somebody coming in and being in a grumpy mood and leaving with a smile and a thank you on their face. And where are you getting the kosher meat from? I mean, you know, we're always a limited supply to begin with. Oh, yeah. The meat, uh, meat and chicken is coming in literally from everywhere. I don't know. I'm not on the logistic aspects about it. I could tell you KJ has meat over here, and Ali has meat over here, and uh, there's meat coming in. I some of the vendors I personally have never heard of, but there are the kosher meat coming in from all over. I mean, just right now, I was just before you called me, I was slicing a brisket that we're prepping for a little bit day in, a, uh, day in advance. Yesterday, a thousand pounds of shoulder roast I sliced. We have chickens that just went into the smoker. We're having doing about uh, about 500 pounds of chicken in the smoker throughout the day today. Uh, you know, it's just coming in every season, says what's going to sending in. Uh, different grocery stores, people are bringing in. They drop them off in the, we had a truck couple of trucks that came down here from uh, from different areas. Like I said, I know Seasons trucks were over here. I know Ali has a lot of stuff over here. There is uh, what's called the, the natural kosher cheese. I saw some, even though we're not using it because we're, everything Your by meat. us is all flacious. Yeah. Uh, but I see some cheeses over there. Challahs, Wiseman's Cakes, I see in the container. Uh, for, there's local fruits and vegetables that, um, that are helping us out. Restaurant Depot, major chain like that, they're helping us out with uh, small wares that we need and fruits and vegetables and things like that. It's the, the, the amount of product that's coming in from all over the world is just unbelievable. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm actually speechless. It's, it's- I will tell you, I, these are just things that I heard because I didn't. That when they'll go to, there's a warehouse that's storing everything. They gave a section over for for the kosher stuff. Oh, and when it. we go down to uh, Restaurant Depot, the manager who runs the Restaurant Depot store says it's incredible that you guys can come out over here and just coming in from Dallas, coming in from Lakewood, coming in from every. It just shows that people care. Doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not. Your people care, and they rush to help. America cares. America cares. That's a good hashtag yeah. for us because America we get a bad rap sometimes. Uh, America, actually, but what we I'll do shouldn't. I'll send you a picture a little bit later after I get off the phone. Texas strong. Texas so strong. Nice that's Texas been that's up. been ha- hashtagged everywhere. It's amazing. Where are you actually <laughs> yeah. sleeping? Where are you sleeping? And you and and uh, gold fed on. truth, when we came down over here, we had no idea we were going to sleep. We were actually going to sleep on cots right outside the rig, but they. Actually, the camp, the Barron campuses, they don't allow people to stay over here. People are opening up their doors. They have, they're moving their kids into uh, combining a lot of the kids into one room. So not to make every the house is destroyed. Some people can actually stay in their houses. There are areas that the water didn't affect as bad. Okay. Uh, there are certain areas that one block over had four or five feet, but the other block over might be a little bit higher. So the water, you know, got up to the front door. So there are certain areas maybe a little bit further. We're saying 20, 25 minutes away from where we are over here. Over uh-huh. here, it looks like it got hurt more than over there, but the devastation really is everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, but there yeah. are some people, you know, there with, even if they had, you know, very little damage, they're opening up their doors and uh, letting everybody, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's <laughs> unreal. not us. There are volunteers all over that are coming in. I have a question for you. Can you give a little shout out to the people that are part of the team down there? Let's give them a shout out. And then uh, I want to tell everyone how we should come support you. But let, let's talk. Let's do a, a shout, shout out, out to, to, what, to all the, the places uh, and the people have come down. Yeah. No, no, no. That, you know, you said about, with logistics, you wanted oh. to. Well, there are some, with the kosher aspect of over here, there are some, the, the Vod of Dallas and the Vod of Houston, as soon as they heard something was going to happen over here, got together. We have Rabbi, Rabbi Klein from the Vod of Dallas, Rabbi Epstein from Data, which is the Dallas Kolel, Chaim Goldfeder, my good friend Chaim Goldfeder, who's doing all the cooking here from Texas called Kosher Barbecue. And, and his 30-foot rig over here, unbelievable. Man's a pit master with a, with a, with a heart of gold, and he's, uh, he's down 
on over here. Uh, Rabbi Feigenbaum, the Rav of Or HaTorah, let's call it, the uh, Rav of Or HaTorah, let's call it, uh, was very involved. They actually have a uh, link on their uh, website if you want to donate money. It's costing, when I hear approximately $5,000 a day, you know, just for logistics, just for stuff that wasn't donated. So the, I'll, I'll send you a link uh, in a little bit uh, from the Or HaTorah from Dallas, Texas. Uh, they're collecting money. Uh, you know, product is good. Money is even better because then we can use that money, which every, almost every penny that goes, it's not going to people. I'm doing this as a volunteer. I took off from work for a week with a volunteer to come down. I'm not getting paid for this. Uh, but money can help. Goes Almost every single penny goes directly to the relief, not for anything else. So buy food. We're coming up right now. Last night we were having a meeting, a Skype meeting, how to prepare anywhere from six to 10,000 meals for the Umtavim. How do we arrange the logistics of cooking in such a small area? How to do it? So, uh, you know, there are a lot of people involved, but those were the main people, let's call it that, were um, that were uh, instituted and, and pushing to make it sure and constantly. We're in constant contact with them, even though they're in Dallas. Actually, Rabbi, Kla, Rabbi uh, Klein, I heard, was in San Antonio to find out what they need in San Antonio yesterday. He might were they be hidden in San Antonio today. also? Uh, they weren't they, hidden in San they weren't hit in San Antonio, though, right? I have no, I have no honest truth is. I know in Houston, every, everybody in Texas got it. Dallas got the little rain. Uh-huh. But San Antonio is only a couple of hours from here. Okay. From what I understand. I'm actually, actually, I'm actually going there in a San couple Antonio, months. So I have a little bit that I should show a little love to San Antonio. Yeah, I'm actually going there in a, in a couple months. Um, to uh, my wife, my actually, wife, my next wife month. says it's really nice. We actually might make a trip maybe next summer down to Texas. Now that I've been here for the first time, maybe now I'll bring my wife back here. Now you're almost an honorary and Texan. And we'll take her back to her own home. Our old home. Yossi, I want to tell everyone that they should get over and support you in New Jersey. I want to see lines down the block of everyone going to buy food from, and it, Yossi makes the most amazing food. I'm not just saying that to go and support him. Go and support him because you're going to eat the most amazing food. South Side Sandwich Shop and Smokehouse. I got it right, didn't correct. I, Yossi? I used you to got get, it right. I used to you get stuck right at all the S's. Time. But everyone, he's in Lakewood, New Jersey. He's en route. What was the route? What's the route? I'm on Cedar Bridge. I'm on Cedar Bridge Avenue, 315 Cedar Bridge Avenue. Follow uh, him. We're open Sunday through Thursday. Come on down, say hello. And support uh, and him. Buy tons food. of food. Have him cater. Have him do your dinner. Have him do everything. Because he gave up Parnassa in Elul. And Hashem will recognize this. And we give to Zaka in Elul. And you are just... Fabulous. I, you know, when I was planning my show, I had my amazing guests lined up. I had Alex and I've got Shifra Klein. Um, but I said, I've got to have, I've got to have you on the show. When I saw, follow, go on Instagram if you have and, and follow Southside Sandwich Shop and Smokehouse because you will see Yossi's adventures and that's um, the mitzvahs that he is doing in uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas strong. We think of you every day. Um, Nachum and Miriam, Yanni, is that, Yanni Pollock is actually from Houston. Um, oh, so, did not know. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he's actually from Houston. You, I believe you're going to be, but the time this airs, you will have met them, but you will meet them because we're recording a little bit earlier. But really, just stay strong, safe flight home, Tiskel and Mitzvot. You're Let me sp- just give a quick shout out to Ruben Travis, Chaim Goldfed, his right hand man. This is the guy who, as well as uh, Chaim, gives the instructions to, and he goes ahead and makes sure that it gets done. So, big shout out to Ruben Travis here down in Houston. Okay, Yossi, you're at Sadiq. I'm going to come visit you guys in Lakewood and your family. Mazel tov on the birth of your granddaughter while you're away. Your thank fir- you. Your thank first you, granddaughter. You. So you, you're, uh, um, you'll come back to something so wonderful. I thank you very much. All right. Bye, Yossi. Have a good bye. Shabbos. Okay, Yossi Matapil. <gasps> Alex, was that, like, unbelievable? I'm sitting here with Alex Rappaport in the studio from us. Bea and Schiffer just came in. Hard to find parking today, right? Yeah, it was impossible. It was impossible. Is it Wednesday? It, yeah, it's Wednesday and it's raining <laughs> and it slows it all down. But how, how like, moving was that? Yes, uh, and I can relate to it a little bit because we, um, during Hurricane Sandy, we were going all over New York City giving out food. Right. And kind of in a very in a pop up situation, we went from 500 meals a day to two, 3,000 meals a day, wow. and that's where kind of like Timus became a big issue. Where, right, where we we were only able to <laughs> kind of uh, do Timus because we we needed oven space. So we, we were we were gonna we did like 16 hours in the sh- in the kitchen, but we wanted to save the night where we were out. So we filled all the ovens with carrots and came back in the morning and seasoned it. So that's where kind of Timmers became our emergency food. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, I'm just really... 
it's hard to pick up after that, you know. Like I always have tons yeah. of energy, but I just like was so moved by what Yossi had to say. But <laughs> Alex, we've got so much to talk about. How was yes, your summer? Uh, uh, a lot of preparations. We, yeah. uh, we used the summer to kind of. We knew that people are on vacation, so we need the people to join us to help us to do what we do. But we wanted to give them a little. So we didn't bother them through the summer, but we were uh, um, preparing lots of things. So actually, next yep. week we, we have a lot going on. We have a lot going on. So basically, our, our Yom Toivim, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur campaign usually uh, uh, we use the the Tzimis booklet as our promo for it, and which right. has um, fifty chefs, you included, and Shifra, and uh, 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 giving us a different Tzimis recipe. Um, that's so. That's our our Yom Tovim campaign, and that's um, great. You know, remember it's Elul, and just as Yossi is doing tzedakah, we can all do tzedakah too. You know, tefillah, teshuvah, tzedakah. You know, definitely, and we could use a lot of help. Uh, and and um, then we have on Tuesday. This, I can't believe it's this Tuesday. We've been yeah. talking about this for months. Which is the we we call chop hunger. Uh, you can see a lot about it on chophunger.com, but it's basically a must be an event where we do something what you are famous for, <laughs> uh, uh, which is called uh, kind of imitating the idea of chopped. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of the, the idea of doing that in your home, in, your, uh, um, in all kinds of different settings. And we're trying to get a lot of professional chefs from different um, restaurants to come and play. Um, chopped, meaning to say they'll they'll do a cooking competition. We'll have different chefs being the the competitors, the competitors, and different judges. And let's talk about who the competitors are. So, so um, Avi, who helped us with the with the lineup, had uh, um, so there is Bison and Bourbon. Cindy, is, yeah, is, is she is amazing. Um, Shout out to you, Cindy, from there. she's executive chef. Chef, I can't. Executive chef. I got that out. Okay. At Bison and Bourbon. Yeah. Um, and then we have um, from from um, Olive Tree, the the chef. Yeah. Um, I can't recall his name now on the show. <laughs> Alexander. And then and then the, the the other one is is from is from Florida actually, which. Um, what's his name? Um, David. David. So. So um, the, these are the, the 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 chefs, and then we have um, judges who will kind of follow the campaign as we uh, will follow the show as they um, put the meals together, and will follow the the um, then get to taste the food as right. Schiffer once did one year. The yeah, first right. year Schiffer was the was one of the yeah, judges. Here, I'm it up. Yeah, chop hunger. It's going to be this coming Tuesday from six to eight thirty at Lincoln okay. Square. Okay, we have a lineup okay. of judges. Okay, competing judges will be Cindy Stanimirov from Bison and, Burger, Bur- Bison and Bourbon, Christian Benitez from Olive Tree, and David Benray uh, from Harbor Grill in Florida. Shout out to him and all the people in Florida as we spoke about what's going on. Texas, Texas currently, let's hope this storm does not hit and blows away out to sea. Um, and the, um, But hopefully that he'll make it up with Avi. And the, the judges will be Joshua Masson, our guest who was just on uh, last season, from uh, Nobo, uh, Alex Resnick from Bedford, and Katsuji Tanabe uh, from, we all know Katsuji from uh, Mexicosha and his television show on the Bravo channel. So it's going to be an amazing event. There's going to be food, right? So, yeah, so we're kind of theming it on Rosh Hashanah, trying to, we call it the Rosh Hashanah Foods from around the world. So mm. the, the caterer. Who's catering it? So, so we, we have um, a very uh, um, artsy uh, oh. a young guy. His name is um, Surly Goldenberg. Okay. And somebody new. Uh, he's donating the whole thing, and <gasps> and kind of he's, he wants to make his point, so to speak. So it's going to be a lot of fun. He wants to make a splash. Uh, he wants to make a splash, definitely. Okay. Um, he um, he is extremely cutting edge. You know, I can't, so many exciting ideas, and so we we changed the whole setup. Like last year, we had. So there was one hour of eating and then one hour of show, and it was like two sides of the hall. One side was set up as a theater. One side was set up as as, a, as dining. Now we're going to have dining with theater, 
combined, meaning to say there will be all the tables will be you will be eating while the show goes while on. While watching Ooh. the yeah, show must yeah, the yeah. show must go on. So I'll just have to put on my outdoor voice while I'm inside. <laughs> <laughs> but Avi Avi Avi's got that all under control, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you can pre-order your tickets on chophunger.com. Okay, and also, um, with the Timus book. So, so that's mustbea.org slash Timus for any donation with your receipt. People will get the Timus booklet. It's kind of free with a donation. Okay. Um, he, he, we're going to just back it up a little bit because I know you've been on the show many times and, and people are quite familiar in New York with Mustbea. But I've got a lot of listeners around America. Can you just give us a brief history on how you started Mustbea? Sure. Because, you so, know, if someone doesn't know it, let's familiar familiarize ourselves. So a little bit over 10 years ago, um, my friend Mordechai Mandelbaum and I were kind of thinking that there are a lot of people who are known for bringing guests to their homes on Shabbos or middle of the week, but that's kind of like on a one-on-one basis. There's no reliable place for someone to go and have a meal. It's such a big area like the Orthodox community in Brooklyn where there isn't a place where you can say, no one goes to sleep hungry because there is this. Um, and we thought we should step up and kind of figure out a way to do the, do exactly that. Um, I had a history where my grandmother's door was never locked. You people walked in on her, mainly on Shabbos, but at any time. She literally never free. locked her door. She lived in Borough Park, and she never locked her door. Um, the, the He was kind of the same. Mandelbaum on his own, uh, his wife once told me they had a outworn couch they threw out they almost never used it was only guests sleeping at it kind of that, that sort of um, um, type of person he is and we thought we should do it in a more so to speak in a more reliable way what happens when he's on vacation or, uh, or someone else or on a larger scale than your living room exactly so so, so that that was kind of the idea um i'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, slowly what happened we started as a restaurant style dinner place and then we added to it after a couple of years that we also give out packages. So once a week, and we hope to be able to do this every day eventually, where people come in and get a, an allotment of groceries that they can choose from based on their family size, which they take home. So you can see there is a very interesting difference. There is the people who need that ready prepared meal, but an average mother that is going through let's say a divorce and is with five children and needs help doesn't want to bring her children to they're going through enough they don't want to bring their children to a soup kitchen would then um rather um a box uh, uh, yeah t- take home um i'll give you an example last thursday this happened less than a week ago this mother um came in and she, we saw online that she was like anxious and we figured out one of the volunteers figured out that she has her kids at home alone uh. so she has five kids home alone. so the volunteer told her just go home we'll bring uh, you the food we'll, we'll take send the kid or do something so what ended up happening she sent this i, I remember uh, this this uh, young kid blong long pious and he comes in and then we figured out that was his mother and she was eligible for tons of food like like 32 pounds of produce and 16 pounds of you know protein or whatever based, based yeah, on yeah. a family size we, these are government we, rules. That no, no, these are not government. These, these are these are gold standards for emergency packages. These are not government rules. Oh, there, that's there is, interesting uh, that they well, have we, that. We yeah. are not governed by 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 the government. Um, we get actually very little funding by the government. So we're not. The government doesn't. So make, you will know what you uh, need to do. Pick up the phone and make a donation. Get online. Make a donation. And 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 uh, what we ended up doing is we had one of our guys fill up the hand truck and t- walk home the kid and, and take and take home the food so 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 there is there is a lot of, of that sort of p- people who just basically are are what I like to say there are people who are stable poor and need sometimes some help and then there are poor that are on duress where there's like a crisis in the home a crisis in the family and that sort of thing so we handle all of it and then there is the every night dinner which for the last 9 months we started doing Shabbos and Yom Tov which this week, because my kids came home from camp, was the first week we ate home Shabbos. We ate every Shabbos at Masbia for the last nine months. That's uh, unreal. Isn't uh, this guy exotic? Uh, I, I mean, the people that have been on my show are, are, are unbelievable. 
Shifra, these people are in awe. I'm always inspired. So right? Must be. Yeah. is like unbe- unbelievable. And the event is so much fun. When I went the first that year, it was amazing. You get to eat and watch the chefs cooking live. There's nothing like it. Right. And these really are like fun night out. professional <laughs> chefs. I hope you're going to yeah. be able to come chef. I, like, I also like that the that the judges are chefs. Chefs judging chefs should be really fun. Yeah, like what? One-on-one. Yeah, on one. yeah. yeah. Like, I like Let that. me give you a little scoop here. Oh, okay. We, we're getting we, scoop. <laughs> you, you remember we love gossip. W- w- the way you were um, on the stage was like a big yeah. stage, and you were behind the, the chefs. Yes. So it was very hard for you to comment while see, it was going right. So what we did this year, we made a little stage in the audience where the chefs will be oh, kind of nice. facing the... Mm, yeah, yeah. kind of. So it's it kind of. So again, this is with the help of the Sroli uh, Goldenberg. So kind of, kind of, kind of making it a lot of yeah. lot more fun. I and like that. And I personally yeah. like. I know it's going to be challenging for you, Nomi, but it's going to be fun to be able to eat while you're watching. I know it's. Yeah, I love it's gonna that. It's going to be fun it's for the good. audience. It's good that you know because sometimes they, they're watching and you know they want they're a little hungry and they don't want to get up yeah. and you know yeah. they're smelling all this it's food like being cooked. I'm like, so. yeah, dinner it, it, and a show exactly. and sedaka. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely, exactly. and, so, and and that's the big event for next Tuesday. We're, we're very excited. It looks like people are very, very excited. What we're trying to do is make it a Rosh Hashanah-themed event, so we're getting all the cookbooks that we came out since last Rosh Hashanah, including your own. Including uh, Perfect uh, for Pesach. We're going to ex- call it now. I'm going to scratch off Pesach. I'm going to write Perfect for Tishrei. That's right, and it is. And it, it, it's a, yeah. And, and the way you designed all of them. And you're selling them there? So we're going to be selling had, them there. Because you bought a lot of books. Yes, yes, and we actually bought more the, uh, this week. And and all of them that came out this year will be there. We invited all, all the authors to be there. Obviously, not all of them are oh, who, are going to be able to be. Who's coming? Is Shannon coming? And we invited Shannon, and, and it looks she like can. she's coming. Yeah. And we we invited all of them um, to to come. Um, a few of them are uh, on on route uh, um, to come again. It, it is it is kind of like. Um, hard for those who are out of town or those right who, absolutely, uh, so, so absolutely. Even, even Shannon lives in New Jersey it's going to be a travel for I her I know I know and, and, and we can come from Woodmere she can come <laughs> from New Jersey and, 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 uh, and we also invited all the Simmons contributors because we're making the Chop Hunger event the debut for the Simmons booklet so that's okay gonna, but you can still buy it now you can yes, still yes, you can still donate definitely. now and you'll get your book. And, and this this is actually a prototype it's actually still at the printer this is just like a little Something so we can we can see what it's going to look like, and actually you can see here this is uh, um, 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 Shifra's recipe on the cover. Oh, I, I, I Shifra! Think, I think th- this is uh, um, uh, pas- uh, Pascal uh, Miriam Miriam Miriam's uh, recipe okay. on the cover. He's and doing a fancy job here. This is almost uh, like a cookbook in itself. Uh, yes, and, and it kind of kind of plays all off Simmons all the time, meaning all to the, say all it's. The it, it's it, or it's a carrot muffin, a carrot puff, or a cam- carrot puree. I did a roasted root vegetables with spiced pecan crunch. It's actually from my book. Yes, um, it's actually the cover of your book, right? Is that? No, no, it's uh, no. I don't think it's on the cover the of the picture book. Picture is not the on the picture cover. Picture might be. It might be. Yeah. You think I would know that? <laughs> <laughs> I can relate because, like, you forget after a certain. Can I just say, when you're in those moments, yeah. there's nothing you don't know about your book. I know, and then time goes then, by. Right? And then, like, it's like when you're having a baby, right? Hashem makes you forget after the labor. <laughs> everything about a book is like having a baby. So, you know, when you're in the moment, you know, everything, every pain, every push. But now, now, uh, yeah, so beautiful. It's going to be an amazing event. I can't wait. I'm hungry looking at this. And especially after talking to Yossi, hearing him talk, describe all that food and then seeing all these gorgeous recipes, I'm definitely ready to, to eat. Um, okay, so you ha- how many locations does must be you have now? So we have three: one in Borough Park, one in Flatbush, and one on in Forest Hills. It's we we just moved in Queens. Oh, I'm actually going uh, to Forest Hills after this. Yes, yeah, so, so so our Forest Hills location is just about kind of we we were so to speak operating out of a truck for a while because we were in transition. Our, our Farsa's location is just about opening. We kind of got the water going, the electric going, kind of that wow. sort of situation. If people want to mm. volunteer, how do they volunteer? So on our website, there's an option to sign up to volunteer. There's an option to donate. There's an option to, to come to Chop Hunger. Um, so chophunger.com, you could go directly or you could go through mustbea.org, Chop Hunger, and it'll take you to, to the ticket sales. We actually, we want people to come, so we created kind of like a discount ticket. So people, people, if $180 is too much, you can get a $100 ticket. 
that and then there is the, like the VIP tickets, which kind of be the, the first row of tables, and there'll be some extra. Oh, fun! Uh, yeah, that's definitely and, something. And so the, all kinds. So of calling things. all table for two listeners. Come grab a front row seat. <laughs> Definitely. And definitely. I'll, I'll be on hand. I'll sign my books. If anybody wants to buy a Pesach book for Tishrei, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of we, 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 we were trying to frame it as the opening of the season of cooking for the high holidays. Kinda. Absolutely. I, you know, today's actually, it's as, as we all know, it's you listen to this Friday, but we're actually here Wednesday. And Wednesday is the first day of school in my, my kids. I live in Long Island, so the first day of school today so it's like i feel like the new year started it's a new year's day today basically like a new year kids off to school and now the summer's over and it kind of looks like the summer is over wednesday raining so uh now we've got a, a new year ahead of us rosh hashanah from listening to this is about am i going to freak you when if i say a little over 10 11 days it's away it's 15 days away my kids had an open house yesterday Wait, so what's it's on the board right it's, well, it's two, <laughs> i actually looked it's 16 weeks. days from yesterday Right, so if we're listening to that, we're recording on Wednesday, so it's two weeks weeks from tonight. Time to start cooking. Oh, yeah, I've got orders. People like are sending me, will you make me some stuffed cabbage and ribs and stuff? I'm like, sure. So (laughs) (laughs) I've got to actually travel. I'm going to be going to Toronto for a chasana, and I'm going to Memphis. I'm following in your footsteps. Oh, very nice. I'm going to Risky Klein at Chabad That's amazing. It's a beautiful event. It's nice to go. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm so She knows how to throw a good event. Oh, yeah. She's unbelievable. A big shout out to Rifki Klein and the Chabad uh, community of of, uh, Memphis. But I'm I'm excited excited to – I'm going to go see Elvis. I'm going to go to (laughs) – Oh, you're actually going to go see something I'm going to go – to Graceland, I, I love seeing the iconic sites so yeah. of every city I go to. So I'm definitely going to try to hop something in. The civil rights, something is there also. Yeah. Building museums. I'm going to see if I can pop that into. I'm going for like a day and a half. So. Oh, cool. So you, yeah, you could I'm excited. Something. I'm excited to travel. And then I've got to come home and cook for three days nonstop through the night <laughs> for Yonta. Wow. But I'm sure we're all doing that, right? Can everyone let me know what they're making? You know, I think it's nice when people share, and then I can share with my listeners next week. Or yeah, it's always sure. fun to see. And, people and, and it is kind of tricky when it's like always three days yamta because you know some stuff gets boring. You got to keep the excitement. Oh, you got to keep it up. But you know yeah. what? You yeah. should do it in batches. So you cook something for Rosh Hashanah, and you're like double it and put it away for Sukkot. Yeah, so that's very smart. Rather than eating it the first meal on Rosh Hashanah and say the fourth meal out of the six meals, do it the first meal and then save it for Sukkot or Simchas Torah. Like, and the new joy of kosher is out. So there's oh, a lot of I know. inspiration. So we're going to talk to Shifra now. There is so, so. much inspiration. Alex, thank you so no, much. Um, you can sit there. You can switch. You I'll can switch. I'll switch. Okay, fantastic. We have got a rock and show. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. On the Nachum Siegel Network. We are sitting here in the studio. Two weeks till Rosh Hashanah. We're getting excited. We have a food schmooze. We had Yossi Matapil on the show um, from Houston, Texas. Uh, go support him in Lakewood at his, st- at his store in Lakewood because he closed up shop, flew to Texas, helped out the Texas community. Unbelievable. We have Alex Rappaport from Maspia. And right now in the hot seat of the first, se- first episode of Season 6 on the Nachum Siegel Network, is the most frequented guest on my show. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah, Chef sounds Klein. good. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah. You had an amazing summer. I followed everything. You're yeah. up in the country. Oh, I feel up. like it just flew, and I feel like somehow the older you get, the least amount of summer vacation you have. Yeah. Like it's just so busy. It, it goes so fast. Yeah. It goes so fast. The kids are good? Yeah. Baby's yeah. getting big already. Yeah, thank God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good. Kids. I know. And I ca- yeah, the kids started school. That's right. Back to back to routine. Back to real life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this gorgeous magazine. I noticed there's a you. bit of a switch up in format. It looks yeah, a do little. You see? I noticed it right away. So when you, we were email, uh, texting last week confirming the show, she goes, "Did you get it?" And I was, you know, as I had said, I was away. And then I came home and thank God it was waiting for me. And I ripped open the plastic. Yeah. So it's a new year. A little bit of an updated look. So that's yeah. fun. Um, you can actually, instead, if you can't find the issue in, like, your local store, you could just order a single issue. You don't even have to subscribe to the magazine. You could go to the website and just order the Yemtif issue. Okay. So that's really cool. That's a great idea, but why would you do that? Really, guys, come on. You know you want this all year. <laughs> six to eight a year come out? Six. Six. So, yeah. you know, you, you want this. You do. All six. Yeah, but it's really fun. It's like a little bit of an updated look. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it I right think it's away. it's fun to look at it. The front, the front looked a bit more classic, the way yeah. they used to look, right? Like. 
um, yeah. magazines you saw. I've been reading magazines my whole life. Yeah. I don't have patience to read big books. I'm not a reader. Magazines are fun. I like short stories, articles. That's me. Um, yeah, it's a classic Jewish food issue because, like, what else are you going to do on right? Yantif? And I like. And the whole idea was ten ingredients or less as well, so everything is easy to make and delicious, and it's just a classic look. Like, it's a modern, clean look. Right, that was the I, look we were going. I for. love modern and clean. Yeah, so that's the look of the magazine. Okay, walk us through some of the walk exci- you through. Um, yeah, it's, so like I said, ten ingredients or less. How could you go wrong? Um, and we have some really cool products for one of the most exciting things we did was expanded the gift section that we usually yeah. do. So it's products yeah. we love, I and I love that. this one. We did Sweet Beauty. So what was fun about it was we combined like beauty products with the Yumtif. It's all about having a sweet New Year, and so all the products we featured all have honey or are made with honey. Oh, that and is so, so yeah, and they're rag, really you. yeah, and they're really thank you, and they're really fun. This mask was insane. The Andalou um, pumpkin honey like solid. The, uh, just to tell you, they're I, really fun. I got we get bit. these things and I, we try it, and it's not just written here because it's connected to honey. They're really cool stuff, and they're really natural. I love which it. Which Jamie is very into. Yeah, so, she yeah, is. she's into like more like yeah, like natural makeup and things that are good for you. Okay, that's so cute. Yeah, so I, I like, like Burt's Bees lip balm. I got it as a gift for my birthday from some of my friends. They they made me a whole travel kit because I knew I was traveling a lot this summer. So they bought me a toiletry bag and they put some stuff in it. And that was one of them. Yeah, I loved cool. it. Yeah, and it's made with honey and <laughs> I beeswax. Even... I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was terrific. Yeah, so it's really cool. So that was really fun to do. Um, and then we have like back to school snacks. Did you ever try those seaweed snacks? I, they are. They're you are get they in Costco. They're really? really good. Like my my twelve year old takes them for snack every single day to school. Really? Yeah. I and he he wanted it because another friend was eating it. Okay. So I, it's I'm like literally circling it. Like seriously, you have okay. to try it. That's what I love about this. You're like, See? look, I I've actually circled I, it. yeah. She, and these meat these made good bars I got in Gourmet Glant. They're very good, so we featured them. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm gonna look out for those. Also, I'm always looking. The healthy snacks. Yeah, you know, exactly. That was what so we were hard, trying to do Especially if we're talking first day of school. Like, as a special treat, Leora gets, like, maybe once a week. I remember I have only one kid in school and all the right. others are in <laughs> university. So I, I get her the Gourmet Glut sells these little tiny cups of mango, cut up mango and pomegranate. Okay. yeah, She loves that. that. Yeah. that it's a special like, treat, though. It's a special treat. Yeah. So, like, first day of school, she gets it. Like, when mommy's traveling, she gets it. So, um, she got one of those to oh, take to school cool. today, but it's they're expensive. So, what are we doing to give our kids something exactly. healthy? A packet of chips, coffee, and also something they like. Right, it and has to be something. A that packet they of like. chips is a quarter, but yeah. as much as I love potato chips, I don't want it, my kid eating one pack a day. Right. I mean, if only it was one pack, then it would be fine. <laughs> one pack. I think it's much one pack for morning, and then nachos in the afternoon. Those yeah, nacho cheeses. I'm like, ah, it totally adds ne- up. You know, I've never eaten those things in my life. I've never had a nacho cheese. No, you're serious? I yeah. don't know if I have. Yeah, like, ooh. <laughs> um, so that was really fun to do. Um, and then there's also a bunch of different tableware, exciting things. The Cutco knife is, is one I highly recommend. Oh, yeah? It, like, slices through challah, like you can't imagine. Oh, my husband. Yeah. I should get that for my it's husband a nice for Rosh Hashanah. It's a nice gift. Yeah. Oh, some and they also we... do free sharpening, I think, Cutco. I don't think they ever need their knives ever need sharpening. It's really good. You so know, that's really fun. Somebody just reached out to me saying they do Cutco and they want to give me do a demo for me. Because Cutco has that sales model. It's another whole conversation. Ah. But they have salespeople that sell. Right. I don't know what like happened that. to them. But I wouldn't mind yeah. surprising my husband with that knife. Because he always says the most pressure of the week is not being a lawyer or <laughs> learning. It's or cutting challah. It's cutting challah. Everyone's staring at you and you've got to slice through the challah. How, you know, most of I'm married nearly 20, yeah. over 24 years. My challah knife, they sharpening. Maybe I should just get it. Yeah, you, you should try it. And then in t- talking about challah. We actually have, um, we wrote about Shannon's new book, Shannon Sarner's new book. Another shout out to Shannon. And so she shared her classic, because this is classic. So she shared um, Cinnamon Raisin Challah. Um, And another cookbook that we wrote about was King Solomon's Table by Joanne Nathan. And she also shared a challah recipe. Um, And she always has something so interesting to share. Um, And so she shared, like, it's a classic challah recipe, but she topped it with some fennel seeds and poppy seeds and um, sesame seeds. So it has that fennel flavor, and she made authentic African, um, North African, Moroccan matzbucha. Oh, so that was matbucha. really fun. And it was just fun to interview her, hear what she has to say, 
and she shares all she shares everything she has to say in um, Joy of Kush. Yeah, I, basically, we asked her about what her favorite Jewish food is, and what did she say? Oh, I have to read. Have to her read top it. three dishes are featured in the magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm... we featured them, um, and we made them all. We took the pictures ourselves of, of the dishes. They're, they're beautiful shots. And, um, Who's your photographer? Yeah, Let's give him so a So we shout. work with um, Carrie and Andrew Purcell. They're a husband and wife team yeah, based at, in um, California. So they are amazing. They work with a lot of... Um, very high-end, top yeah, magazines. They, yeah, They've been working with Jamie for a long time. Yeah, they're a very, like. very talented team. Um, they do a stunning job. Yeah, very good. And, you know, it's amazing what you could do remotely. Like, now the world is so small. Like, you see through even, like, Instagram and social media, like, you could just talk to anyone and share everything. But, like... I have a little like, too much sharing, peeps. <laughs> a little too much sharing. I mean, I, I. Where is it going? Where is it going? I know. I. I, I mean, I'm a big. I, I share a lot, but I don't share everything. <laughs> Some things are too much for sharing that people just put themselves out there. Yeah, but good for so, them. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Like I remember when I first came to America. We're talking. I came in '91, so I've been okay. here 25 and a half years. If I want, the only way I could have a conversation with anyone in Australia was I paid 77 cents a minute to sprint <laughs> and I would call my parents and we talked very briefly and that was it. And yeah, now, it's crazy. WhatsApp, FaceTime, Instagram, like at the world, Nachum Siegel Network, like there's so many ways yeah. of hearing and sharing and you know. That's right. And a tip that I have for everyone is not yes. to get overwhelmed from all the food they see on social media. Like just keep it right. simple, cook what you like. Do the things you like and just, you know, just focus on being, you know, like just taking, you know, like keeping things simple and making one or two nice things is good enough. You don't have to go crazy. That's a really interesting comment that you made. Do you think women feel pressure from all the sharing? I think they do a little bit. I mean, in general, there is that thing of like social media pressure in general where like people present the most perfect version of everything. And so... I think this year people are getting more into like showing the real right. So, thing. Sh- but even sometimes the real thing isn't real. Right. Well, let's talk about Melinda. <laughs> Melinda Strauss, kitchen tested, good friend of the Nachum Siegel Network, and, yeah. and of course mine and Shifra's friend. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Melinda made two cakes last night, yesterday, okay. pre- pre- preparing recipe testing, and both flopped. Right. Okay. She was so open about it on Instagram. That's amazing. Right. I think that's yeah. great. I remember I was using soup once and it splattered and, and um you, you guys had saw saw it on Instagram and you said, Oh, you know, funny that happens to a chef. Oh. I'm like, Of course it happens to a chef. Like, I do think it's gonna be a trend now to show right, the real show the, the mistakes. Show the, yeah, show the mistakes. Maybe my new cookbook will be like, you know, if we do another one. <laughs> Are you doing another one? I don't Are we announcing know. it now? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um but if I do another book Maybe it'll just be like empty plates, messy tables. You <laughs> just, could do that just for Just shoot it with kosher. an iPhone, but like really shoot it with an shoot iPhone. Shoot it with an iPhone, yeah. have crumbs, the messy kitchen. Yeah. That, that's a new approach. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Well, that's why we're focused so much on classic Jewish food and 10 ingredients or less. Like, let's keep it simple, um, but still make all the classics and all the things that you like. Um, yeah. so yeah, like you can like. have for first course, you could have the challah and matbucha and like a roasted salmon and a fresh salad. That's right. very nice. Right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. But can I just say, I used to serve so many courses at yeah. the shopper's table. And my, as my daughters got older, they're like, got a bit more health conscious. They started taking nutrition classes in Queens college. She's like, why are you serving five course dinners? Seriously, yeah. Why like, like, are step you making, back and analyze? Let's let's see. A, it's a little wasteful. I mean, we do eat it all week, and I'm good at repurposing. You know, right. that means using up the leftovers. Um, but it's it's crazy how much food we serve and the pressure. So I kind of like when it's just us. Yeah, take a step back. Take a step back, or even with guests now, I kind of like two to three courses is just Ooh. as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely, I think that's a good. Um, yeah. And li- go year. lighter on desserts. Let's talk fruit platters. And especially yeah. we have great simanim. You can do a lot of you know, right. pomegranates and apples as yeah, platters. Yeah, we did. Um, Jamie always does a simanim-inspired article. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we did a simanim crudite, which is just crudite is like raw vegetables with dip. 
And it's just fun, simple. I love it. You that. don't have to prepare I'm it in advance. advance. What page was that, Chef? Page 46. We have our own, each one, an own yeah. edition. As so we like, we made it look, we have we made it look really up. pretty with edible flowers. But like, if you have pomegranates, which weren't even around when we did the picture. Oh, really? So it's not there. Right. But like, you can put whatever you want. Um, and we even served it up with some hummus. We also have a delicious apple chutney. So you could do what you want with it. I really like this. Yeah. So it's just like, it's simple, but it's not, it's nice. I think it's really elegant. A couple of years ago, I did Simanim Ceviche for you. Oh, okay. Nice. Right. So it's, I think, I think it's on joyofkosher.com. It was in the magazine at one point. And then. If it was in the magazine, it could be, it's on the website now. And, 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 you know, I love using the Simanim as a recipe, but I love this, this crudite idea. That's very good. Yeah. It keeps things, you know. Simple enough, but very yumptiftic. Very yeah, like, yeah. Cel- you know, And simanim is like a new thing. It used to be like simus and apples and honey. But I think this, because of Instagram, all yeah. the Sephardim sharing their culture, it has crept because more amongst the Sephardim to do simanim. And it's pushed really into because yeah. of social media. It's such an amazing way to like really celebrate um, Rosh Hashanah, especially with your kids. Like, because it brings meaning to what you're eating and the foods that you're serving. So it's just so amazing to do that. That's why I love to do simanim, even though I didn't grow up with it. Right, I didn't it's, either. It's just so connected. The to biggest the siman that we had was the fish head. My mother would eat the eyeballs, <laughs> the whole inside of the fish. Her and my grandmother. That's amazing. They would say delicious. The the fish, the meat from the fish, the, inside the head. You know what chefs del- say right now is like um, the cheek. The cheek. The cheek is very very popular. Right. So my mother yeah. said it's delicious. Yes. Yeah. So she's right. Maybe maybe I'll try it. But my husband would never allow a fish head on the table because he's like very squeamish. <laughs> so I buy the, the um what what you ever saw a lamb's jelly belly. You ever saw a lamb's head? No. And they sell in it. No, no, they sell it. You could even get it in Gourmet Glot, I think. What? And like there's still teeth. Is it lamb? Stop! Yeah. Stop! Yeah. Stop! <laughs> Stop! I, I don't eat cow's tongue. I've, I've eaten just about everything. I In in Italy, when I was there in Italy in the summer, I had fr- whole fried sardines. I've had that in Israel. Head and yum, tail and all. Oh, yum, crunch, delish. Yeah. But. Okay. <laughs> I cannot have a good. I think ZK's going to puke. <laughs> Here's the bin. Here's the bin, mate. Um, my, okay. Can we just talk about the crepler? Yeah. My grandmother's a Polish lady. She used to sit there at the table making kreplach from scratch. Yeah, there's nothing as classic as kreplach. It's like the Jewish dumpling. So Chef Laura Frankel, who's our, the culinary director of Joy of Kosher, created like the ultimate recipe. Um, I think it's a three-ingredient kreplach dough. And the way we showed it in the magazine was, which I love, was, you know, being prepared and then serving it like in the soup. But also pan frying it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, pan frying it adds texture. And there's three fillings, traditional filling. And then if you want to go a little bit um, interesting, Asian-inspired and shawarma spiced. And what I love about it is you can take the meat that you're preparing for the kreplach and, like, even serve some of it. Like, don't shred it and serve some of it as part of your main course. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. And and you always have so much meat from the chicken soup. Yeah. um, You know, pick it off the bones. You know what my mother puts in her? She makes a fleshic one. Um. You wrote, so you have um, the traditional meat filling, yeah. right? The traditional meat so filling. So chuck is, roast. You know what she yeah. puts in? My mother puts in a little chopped liver. Oh, nice. She that adds a lot of flavor. so creamy. So does Alex. Yeah. The Polishes. Okay, guys. She said that's it's a good smooth tip. like mousse. It's like mousse in the filling. That's I, amazing. I have some in my freezer still. <laughs> of her filling? Of her filling. We made it oh, like great. she was here after Pesach and we made so much. I froze them in little containers. Yeah, and freezing things, by the way, is another good tip for you. Right. Too. Actually, like, Danielle Renov did a whole thing this morning on freezing, how to freeze. Oh, that's fun. It's fun to watch her. Yeah, she's yeah. she's hilarious. She, yeah. She's brilliant. And she came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Last year, no one heard of her and now she's like the hottest thing right yeah. now. So shout out to you, Danielle. Okay. All right. Now we have drinks. I love that yeah, you always cocktails. include drinks. Thanks. And for the cocktails that. are like you know riffs on classic Jewish ingredients. Spiritual connection. Yeah, so they're fun. Bold, cold, and gold. Okay. Who thought of these names? So Cheryl Cheryl Heisler. She's she, great. Yeah. Better she's really Borscht? creative. She's very creative with her. Where names. does she live? We need a. She's from Chicago. Can she come on the show? Yeah, I, she would love to. Let's she would bring really her love in. to. Let's I'll send you her, her info. Yeah, I'll go she to would find. love to. That would be ZK. How fun would that be? She could right. do a whole. I don't know when she's going to be in the city, but like she's going, she could do a whole cocktail thing. Like she loves it. That's I'm, her thing. I'm liking this. The sound of this. Okay. All right. Yeah. So then we have Jamie Simonim, and then a stunning fruit cake. Um, that we did. I love the, this. Yeah. The That's chocolate ganache is is four ingredients. 
But like the technique of doing it is you make, you know, your typical chocolate ganache, yeah. put it in the fridge and then you whip it. So you beat it in the beater and it becomes like cream. It's really cool. The ganache. Yeah. Interesting. Chef Laura. Um, of course. Because, you know, um, she's helped genius. us develop the recipe. But yeah, that's, and then the wine soaked dried fruit. It's really amazing. So we even have a tip here. Like if you're not a cake baker. Yeah, that's me. You know, so like you can take even uh, a store-bought sponge cake. And then serve it with the wine-soaked fruit and the chocolate ganache. And it's right. going to be the stunning. The ganache is easy, yeah. Stunning. Because those two things are like the standout in this recipe. It's the cover recipe. Um, and it's really amazing. So it's a really fun way to celebrate Yum Tip. I like the idea. And you know what I love? That Jamie does this a lot in her recipes. Yeah. Is olive oil in the cake. Yes. Yeah, so Jamie's very much, um, you know, into using extra virgin olive oil. And I'm even surprised at how many recipes you can work with it. I never thought olive oil and chocolate cake. Yeah. Like, it really goes. That I learned from, you know who I learned it from originally? Um, Chef Moshe Wendell. His chocolate mousse, that uh, he, his famous chocolate mousse from, mousse from Pardes, had extra virgin olive oil. And so we adapted the recipe in one of our issues like a few years ago. And I made the chocolate mousse, and you do not taste it. It's just like, it's fruity. It's like whatever the chefs say, and you're like confused how olive oil could be like fruity and not bitter. It really is. Right. It's great. Oh my gosh! You yeah. once bought in some olive oil that had really fruity tones. Um, yeah. When you, we did a Hanukkah show a couple of years ago, yeah, it was, there was olive oil that didn't. There was olive oil that didn't even um, kind of. Uh, it was still with the fruit particles. What they do with olive oil is very hard to sift it. They kind of ha- let it sit a couple of months and then only take the top. But when they take when they right out of the mill, it's kind of like with all the fruity particles in it. And it's called in Italian olio nuovo, like the new oil. And and that kind of if they don't separate it, then it it go. It, it's olive oil that c- could only stay for a couple of months. It's not shelf stable like the regular yeah, olive oil. Isn't that so interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right, and of course you've got uh, some great kugels there, which is really yeah. So great Tamar, who I- is the editor of DriveKosher.com, is also a nutritionist. So she, we asked her all like some common questions, and she shared a really um, versatile kugel recipe that she always goes to. And I like that. Can I just t- like you have like li- in little muffins? Yeah. in the book on page on the, in the magazine page sixty two. I think that's so good to have on hand in the afternoon when the kids are hungry on Yontif. Yeah, it's a full you're not yeah. quite ready for dinner. It's a great snack. That's true. He- healthy snack. It's a healthy, yeah. And it's something that freezes well. Um, then we wrote about just like really just interesting, inspirational things for the new year. Um, so we wrote about um, yeah, it's just something nice to read, you know? Right. No, it's great. You have some real real hardcore articles there as well. I love that. And, and Lavana was on the show a couple months back That's right. talking about her. Oh, with you guys. Yes, you I guys was here and I tasted time. her. Um, yeah. Her magic potion. That's right. Um, no, it's always an action-packed magazine, a celebration of apples. Laura's got another section in there. It's just everything she does is gorgeous. Everything yeah. you, Jamie, Tamar, your team is unreal. We're talking kosher fest soon, right? That's right. You guys are going to be busy with that, no doubt. Yes, no well, doubt. So we're doing what we, you know, what we did last year. So that's going to be fun. Okay, great. I'm yeah. waiting for for a call. We're doing uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we're doing a kosher masters competition, so yeah. that's also available online. Oh, so people yeah, could, could sign it. up like people could sign up to compete. You're supposed to send a video. I'm not exactly sure about all the rules, but you could check it out on the website, joyofkosher.com. And that's where you could also buy this. I, issue. I can't yeah. believe it's, it's September and it's like blink of an it eye. And it's crazy. There. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, crazy. it's really amazing how as you get older, the time flies. When you're in third grade, it feels like the year is so long. <laughs> right. What grade are you in? Fifth? Going to sixth oh, wow. grade, right? So it's uh, a long, long, long year. You feel like it's a long year, but the next thing you know, you're 30, <laughs> right? It's crazy. I- I'm not rushing it. We're not rushing it. But, yeah, it's really unbelievable. Um, we had an amazing show, a big schmooze with amazing, amazing people. I can't I can't believe that I'm actually speaking about time flies that I'm here for six seasons. I started wow. halfway through season one, so I don't even know how many shows I've even done anymore. Um, but this is this has been an unbelievable experience. Um, okay, everyone, I hope that you'll tune in uh, every week and and hear our exciting adventures. You know, next week I'm having uh, the team. I'm having Leah Gottenheim from JoyofKosher.com. 
Joyofkosher.com. Uh, what did I say? Joy of Kosher. Which I don't mind. It's very, it's very cool that you both have very similar names, but you're a little bit different. Yeah, it's different. It's very different. Leia yeah. from kosher.com as well. Uh, but Jamie's is on kosher.com. Yes, that's so, right. you know, we all help each other. Yes, We're exactly. one big foodie family, literally. Yeah. Um, we are having Leia from kosher.com as well as Gabriel Geller and Jay Booksbaum. So, oh, that should be fun. Oh, that's going to yeah. be a fun show. I kind of usually can't drive home right now. I was going to say, show. like, who's driving you home then? Yeah, yeah. I might have to Uber it. No, just joking. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, like, when I was on the show and Jay Booksbaum was here, it was so amazing. I learned about some new wines. Oh, he's unbelievable. So it's really fun to... to yeah, to, to have them on the show. So yeah. tune in next week. We had an amazing show. We had Yossi Mudderpearl, Shifra Klein, and Alex Rapport from Aspia. Please join us at Chop Hunger uh, next, this coming Tuesday. Uh, uh, you'll see it online. Um, we have coming up next, I've got a new lineup to say, new outro. Coming up next, Mark Zomik on the Erev Shabbat show, which airs uh, – uh, 10 a.m. on Fridays, and you can listen to any of our shows um, online on nachamsegal.com or on the app on your smartphone. Um, we we'll hope you'll tune in every week. And thank you for listening. Shabbat shalom. Happy cooking. <laughs>